Welcome to the Soar Community Network Podcast with your host, Malie Ponpadit. Here, inside our community, we help each other see, own, articulate and release our unique message and mission into the world. Uncover your gifts and talents, release your passions, own your purpose and let's soar together. Hello, everyone. Thank you so much for joining us for another episode of the SOAR Community Network podcast. Today, we have such a treat for you. Of course, I'm your host and producer, Molly Pompadit, and we are here today with Dr. Kate Maloney. She is the co-chair for the Center for Integral Wisdom, and she's the creator and producer of the Rise Up movie. Thank you so much, Dr. Maloney, for being with us today. Oh, thank you, Molly, for having me. It's lovely to be with you. Great. Well, I'm going to just continue to call you Kate, if that's okay, for the rest of, <laughs> for the rest of our interview. That sounds really good. <laughs> Can you share with me what led you on this path of really caring about uh, consciousness and awareness and, and mm. supporting others in the world to find their higher self? Where did that all begin for you? <laughs> Doesn't that all begin when we like come out of the womb? <laughs> Well, I think so, but maybe not everybody believes that. So I guess you believe that. Yes. Well, I think that, you know, I think at the heart of it, there's some truth to that, right? Which is, you know, we all come out, we all come into this world, you know, with our hearts wide open and with, uh, with a commitment for, um, for love and a commitment for self-expression and a commitment for connection. And, uh, you know, sometimes along the way, as we, as we enter into the world and into life, you know, um, things get in our way and sometimes things create blocks and all sorts of things happen, you know, but, um, but I'm just a firm believer that, you know, that we, that we all are, we all, we all are lovers here. You know, we all are committed to, um, to the fulfillment of, of our own journey and into supporting, you know, supporting the people in the people in the world, people in our lives, the world itself, you know, into its full fulfillment. So, you know, that's a, that's a pretty broad answer, probably not the one you were looking for, (laughs) but I would say, but I would say that, you know, for me, it was, you know, uh, at a, at a, at a young age, you know, there was always a a entrepreneurial spirit in me. I'll say it that way, you know, and that's how for me it looked and it was often manifest. Um, you know, that was coupled for me with a real commitment for wanting people to have great lives. And I just loved people and I wanted, I, I didn't like it when I saw people suffering. I didn't like it when I saw people who were stuck or had blocks, you know? And so for me, given what I knew, at the time, um, the path that I went on was to um, become a psychologist. And so, you know, you introduced me as Dr. Kate Maloney and um, my doctorate's in uh, psychology. And, um, you know, I was a clinician for many years and and that was, that was one expression that I knew that was like one that was inherited, you know, where it was like culture kind of gave that one to me like, oh, you want people to have great lives? Well, this is a way you could do it. You could be a psychologist. Um, I found out you know, pretty early on that, that wasn't, you know, the end of my expression was, was being a clinician, but really was just the beginning. And, um, and, uh, for me, I ended up, um, going and starting a technology company that, um, was for the mental health field. And so, you know, I learned early on when, 
when I was getting my training that they taught us to be really great clinicians, but they didn't really teach us so much about business right. <laughs> and really how to manage all of that. And so, um, so I got a great team together and, um, we created a great service and great product that we, uh, that we launched this company. It was about mm, seven years ago now and the company did fantastic and that company took off and, uh, really made a great impact and difference. And I just loved the, um, I love the experience of building companies and I love the experience of making a difference. What, you know, in the field of mental health, you know, all the way down to making a difference with my team and my employees and creating a company and a culture that, you know, people loved working inside of where people were known, where people were acknowledged, where people were a contribution, you know, and we created a great, a great team, um, uh, grew the team to, you know, gosh, over, I think at our height, we were about a hundred employees and, uh, you know, just, we're doing really great things in the world. Um, and so that was, that was kind of the short version of, you know, my path of where I came in, my background as a psychologist and, you know, going into the world of being an entrepreneur, starting companies. I actually started that company and then, uh, built a number of companies in the healthcare sector, um, and, uh, seven overall and had a big exit on those a number two years ago now, two years ago now it was. And, uh, you know, in that transition, um, I was really looking at, you know, what was the next thing for me? And, uh, you know, I was really inspired by being an entrepreneur. I was inspired by what was possible as business, as a transition transformational agent in the planet. And, um, I studied a lot of John Mackey's work, who's the CEO of Whole Foods and founder of Whole Foods and, um, became fortunate enough to, uh, work with him and join with him as the uh, co-chair of the Center for Integral Wisdom. And, um, you know, and then we just launched on this next chapter of, you know, really impacting and serving, serving the community in a, in a larger way. So that was, that's sort of the background and, uh, and history of the short Katie version of, you know, where I came from and, and where I'm launching off from now. Wow, there's so much there. A lot of questions are racing through my head. So I am definitely excited to share this new movement. And then also we mentioned the Rise Up movie that's uh, really in the in the height of its pre-promotion, pre-launch right now, which is really exciting. Uh, I'm going to step back a little bit here so that you can share with our listeners, you know, what does it take? Again, our listeners are quite um, quite diverse, but a lot of them are interested in what it takes to be a very successful and significant entrepreneur or business owner and leader. When you were talking about the different businesses that you started and you know, how did how did you continue to stay fresh and innovative with your ideas? You mentioned seven businesses and mm-hmm. you know, how much of that was really uh, a flow of, of movement that just led you from one place to the other? How much of that was pivoting and making mistakes and and learning that this isn't the right path and try it this way. What was it like for you to go on this path of starting businesses, you know, pivoting, starting another one, closing, folding, selling, whatever it was that you had to go through? Mm-hmm. Yeah, you know, uh, it's a great question. And, you know, I would say for me, it was, it was always a combination of all of it, you know, <laughs> and, you know, there was, there was always the flow and there was always the challenge. There was always the pivot, you know, and I think for me, the key in being an entrepreneur, um, was being able to be the space for all of it, you know, not resisting any of it, you know, actually 
allowing for the challenges to arise, actually allowing for the frustrations to arise, for the breakdowns to arise. Like actually that is the building blocks of being an entrepreneur, you know, and there's nothing to resist. There's nothing to be upset about. It actually is the process, you know, like, what do they say? Like, you know, the path is the way. Um, and, um, you know, so for me, I would say that, you know, with that, there was the discipline of just allowing for all of it to arise, not resisting any of it and welcoming it and bringing, bringing all of myself to every moment. So, you know, inside of the, inside of a challenge that I would have access to, like, what does this challenge need right now? Does this challenge need my heart and a hug, you know, and like, you know, to meet in compassion, does this moment need the sword and the masculine and, you know, uh, some sort of fierce power to push through? What does this moment need? What's that? What's the integrity of this moment, of this challenge, of this moment of flow, of this meeting, of this connection? And so, you know, I would say that, you know, if, if I could give sort of a generalized feedback for myself of, you know, what really worked, it was that, you know, it was, it was actually being able to bring all of myself and continue to train and develop myself to expand my capacity bigger and bigger and bigger. So I had more to bring in each moment. So can you share with us, how do you personally uh, process and cope and manage disappointments and fear and rejection? All the things that come with having this amazing idea leading with passion and sharing it with the world, but maybe learning that, you know, some of that um, passion is either misplaced or feeling like it's not received well. How do you deal with rejection? How do you keep going? I mean, after one business, let's say one business didn't work out so well, what keeps you going emotionally and, and mentally to say, I can do this again, I want to do this again, versus just giving up and saying, okay, I can't handle it, it's too hard, it hurts too much to be rejected, I'm never going to do this again. Right, right, right. Yes, these are great questions. Um, so, you know, what I would say for myself in, in, in that is, you know, I relate to, <laughs> I relate to business and I relate to life, but we'll just say business as a game you know, and it's, it's like the most cool spiritual transformational game there is. And it's all a game, you know, and the money and the, and the results that gets produced, like that's just a scoreboard, you know, but really it's who am I being on the court? You know, how am I playing the game? And at the end of the day, it's what's my integrity in any moment. And the trick is with any business as you know, most people who, who are entrepreneurs, you never know how it'll go. You know, you do all of your due diligence, you do all of your prep, you do everything there is to do. And, and then you get up to bat and you swing, you know, and you, you, you go for it, you know, and sometimes you strike out and sometimes you hit a home run and sometimes you walk, you know, there's all sorts of things, but it's like, but it's, you know, do I put in the discipline and the practice? So that way, when I step up to the plate, I'm bringing my full facility to that moment, you know, that I'm fully, I'm as fully as prepared as I can be. But then I just get up to the bat and you let it, you, you just, you just let it wail. Um, and then you get up to the bat again, you get up again and you get up again, <laughs> you know, and each time you learn. And I love that. It's like, you know, a great batting average, like, you know, I'm not a baseball, baseball connoisseur, but you know, it's like, what was it like, you know, Babe Ruth, like 
the records of all time, like massive records is like, you know, it has a failure rate of 67%, you know, a great batting average is 33%, right? So, you know, so, so really how do you, how do you not take it to, how do you not take like the failures or the challenges too significantly? And how do you just keep getting up to bat? And how do you, you know, and how along the way do you, um, you know, build the skills, build the capacities, take care of yourself, um, you know, support yourself with a, surround yourself with a community who supports you and everything that you need. So that way, you know, you're having fun in the game. You know, you, you really just segued into my next question, which is all about support and community. And that's what we're all about here at the Store Community Network. I started this because I felt so alone in the world while trying to build a business that was very heart-centered. I had these big dreams of changing the world and, you know, I can do this. And then I realized, of course I can do this, but I can't do it by myself. <laughs> it's too big. Yeah, that's right. So, so the question I have for you around support and community is how do you know who to ask help from, who to keep in your community, how to attract the right people in your tribe. And is there a process for you or any type of requirements that you have internally to decide where to get the support? Who is in alignment with your vision and your mission for whatever project or business you're running? Yeah. Yeah. You know, I, I mean, I think that, I think that the important thing for me to remember is always, you know, who is it that has me feel like I'm a more expanded, more powerful version of myself? Who is it when I'm around them? I just feel good. I actually just like being around them, you know? And I think oftentimes we think like, oh, I should get sourced by this person, or I should go out and find that person, or I should get this mentor or, or something, you know, like we have weird stuff in our head, you know, but actually, you know, it could be like, who is it that I actually just feel good around? Who is it that, who is it that nourishes me? Who is it that inspires me? Who is it that calls me to be bigger than I know myself to be? Who is it that has that sort of listening of me that's bigger than how I even relate to myself? And then in their space, I get to step into that and I get to be reminded who I am when sometimes I forget. Well, we talk also about passion and purpose and a calling um, on this podcast. And one thing I did want to ask you is for you, and you know that initially you chose the field of psychology because what was innate within you, the things you cared about, the things that mattered to you. But was there a catalytic moment that woke you up to what you thought you should be doing in the world, meaning your calling, your passion, all the stuff that you're manifesting now with your vision for the movie and the movement on Rise Up. Was there a catalytic moment that just said, wow, I have to do this? Or did it come to you gradually over time based on experiences? Or maybe a combination of both. I don't know. Yeah, yeah. You know, for me, it was more, it's been more of an unfolding over time. You know, it's been a, you know, moment to moment truing myself up to what inspires me. You know, and I always say this thing where I, I you know, any of my friends will tell you, I'm always saying like, what sounds like fun? <laughs> you know, like, like, I don't know what sounds like fun. Let's do that. You know, like that. sometimes I get all in my head, like, like, oh, I got to do this and I got to save the world or I got to, you know, and then I'm just like, you know what, actually, like what fires me up? Like what, what has me like ripping my sheets off the bed in the morning? Like that's, that's like, dude, this is my life, you know, like 
that's the good indicator. That's where we look for our passion and our purpose, not from our head, what we think we should be, what we think should, we should be passionate about or what we think is a good idea or any of that. But it's like really using your body as a barometer and give yourself permission to just go there. Give yourself permission. Do what sounds like fun. I don't know. Make it up. What sounds like fun. If you were to do that, that would be so fun. And that's, that's where I, that's where I'm always truing myself up to, you know, I'm constantly creating from nothing. You know, I kind of create stuff and then I go, then I kind of let it all go, have non-attachment to it. (laughs) And then I, and I look newly, okay, great. In this moment, because what I said yesterday, I mean, that's the worst thing in the world, right? You get inspired by something. You're authentically inspired and fired up. Right. And then a week later you're dominated by it it sucks. You know, it's no longer fun. It's a list of things to do. And I think that's the thing that as entrepreneurs, particularly, you kind of alluded to this in an earlier question, but how do you keep it fresh? You know, you've got to keep coming to it from nothing. You've got to keep coming to it in this moment. Okay. In this moment, what sounds like fun for my business in this moment? What can we do in this month? Cause it's a new moment. You know how fast things are moving in this world today, it's new. Look from right here, from the person you are now, not even a week ago. And a lot of times things will emerge and emerge and emerge over and over again. But it's, but the opportunity is to keep checking in, keep recreating from this moment. Yeah. What sounds like fun? Yeah. That sounds awesome. That sounds rad. That's what I want. That sounds great. That's what I want to do. This is beautiful because one thing that came to mind was this concept, and we hear it a lot, but I really would love to get your uh, feeling about it and perspective about this. We hear a lot about mindfulness and being present and to celebrate the moment. And I think that especially with entrepreneurs or visionaries or leaders inside organizations, you know, the way that we think is always about the next thing. We have these big hopes and dreams. We want to move forward and advance all the time and expand. And there's always this challenge challenge of with meditation it helps of course but being here and and there the other day I said something out loud and I said oh my gosh this is such a great concept what once was there is now here and what we wanted so badly at some point in our lives maybe you know we don't celebrate our accolades and at at one point in my life I never thought I would make it to college because my parents didn't have any money we were refugees of war and I made it to college and I thought how am I making it to college. And that was my there, that, that impossible there that I dreamt mm-hmm. up when I was a little girl. Mm-hmm. And then I was here and I was graduating with hundreds of others, you know, graduating top of my class. And I did it. I did it because I worked hard, but it's now here. And I remember when I got that diploma, I thought I have to be more present because this is a huge moment. This is a huge moment of a place that I never thought I would ever arrive. And yeah. I would love your your thoughts on as entrepreneurs and leaders, how do we get better at that? At celebrating the once what once was there when it gets here, how do we just really in gratitude say I've manifested this or the universe delivered? Mm-hmm. Thank you. Mhm. Mhm. Yeah, it's great. It's beautiful, beautiful story, Molly. Um, I love it. And, you know, I mean, the, the, the remarkable thing, particularly for those of us that are built as entrepreneurs and innovators, part of that is that there's, um, you know, there's always what's next. There's always, you know, there's always what I call the gap. You know, we're always looking at the gap. And it's so, it's part of our gift is that we're looking at the gap, right? Yes. But there's two things about the gap. 
<laughs> you've got to relate to the gap for what it's worth, right? You've got to relate to the gap like, like you, yeah, like you created the gap. You know, the gap is <laughs> the gap is just what you're what we're saying is the next thing that is has the opportunity to be transformed or overcome or created or whatever it is, right? And so as entrepreneurs, we're always forward looking. We're 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 often forward looking, I'll say, right? Mm-hmm. And so inside of that, number one, don't don't let the don't don't let the gap get you down, right? Don't let the gap get you down because guess what? There's always a gap. You all, there's always further east to go. There's always the gap. So don't don't let the gap invalidate you. Don't let the gap get you down. Celebrate the gap, right? And because being responsible for the fact that you are an innovator, you are an entrepreneur, you are forward thinking, it's easy to forget where you are right now. And so that takes a level of, like you said, mindfulness, awareness, discipline, discipline, integrity to actually take the moment, actually be present to say, right, this is what's been accomplished. This is what's working. This is what I've done really well. This is what works really well on my team. This is what works really well in my relationship. Dude, I'm celebrating this. Look what's been fulfilled. Look what's been accomplished. And it's from there that we then get sourced to create more in the world. So it's actually, I call it a matter of integrity. Like it actually doesn't have integrity to keep dealing with the gap and actually invalidate ourselves. Because what are we all here for? We're all here to live lives with purpose. We're all here to live fulfilled lives. We're all here to love. We're all here to contribute. We're all here to transform, right? And when we play the game of the rat race, of the donkey chasing after the carrot, whatever it might be, it actually doesn't have integrity. It's actually not who we are. And so it takes a certain level of discipline to have that mindfulness and that presence to actually be present to, to love what's so right now. Beautifully stated. You gave me some great uh, gifts there and in what you just shared. Uh, So thank you for that. Now, one thing that I would like to ask you is what do you say or how do you approach or react to those in the world who don't really know or quite understand that they have a purpose? that there is a real true purpose and calling and a reason for their existence to be here right now. Mm-hmm. Right. And so the question is, how do I relate to that? How do you relate to that? Because of course we just heard what you believe. Sure. What, what happens to you emotionally and how do you uh, engage with individuals that feel that way? Mm. Yeah, it's great. Um, it's great. So I would say, um, you know, I'd say a couple of things, you know, number one is that, um, I feel totally blessed that I have the awareness and the education and the training and the relationships that have brought me to who I am today. You know, I don't take any of that for granted. And I could easily, <laughs> I could easily be sitting at home watching cable TV, you know, like <laughs> not that there's anything inherently wrong with cable TV. Right. But I could, I could be that person so easily. And it's a, only because somebody actually made a difference with me that I'm the person who I am today. So when I see somebody who's just not awake yet to who they really are or what's possible for their life, it's an opportunity for me to actually be a light and to see who they really are so they could actually step into it for themselves and they could get a glimpse of what might be possible for their lives. Beautiful. Now, 
that really just says a lot about what I'm about to ask you, which is what is the Center for Integral Wisdom all about? <laughs> what's the purpose? Yeah. What's the mission? Why why even do this? What what's your intention and hope for having this available to anybody and everyone who's seeking support and guidance in in wisdom? Mm. Yeah. So the, so the center for integral wisdom is, um, as you mentioned, I'm the co-board chair of the center along with, um, John Mackey, who's also the, um, the acting board chair, who's the, uh, founder and CEO of whole foods. And, um, you know, the whole point of, uh, we call ourselves an activist think tank. Right. And inside the center for integral wisdom, our commitment is really, how do we evolve culture? How do we, in a very real way, elevate and impact society? Um, how do we how do we transform communities? And so we call ourselves an activist think tank because we have deep intellect. We're we're driven and we're founded on deep intellectual structures. You know what is the forefront of thinking across many dis- different disciplines. And we're also very practical. We're activists. How do we actually make an impact in the world? So it's not just a bunch of people sitting around talking and thinking or writing white papers. Um, although there are people sitting around thinking and writing white papers, you know, our goal is not, does not end there. Our goal is how do we, how do we really have this and bring this into the world? And, um, you know, John is just a true inspiration of this. He's, he's an incredible thought leader and he's an incredible activist in the world, you know, as a businessman, um, you know, with whole foods and, and well beyond. Um, and so, you know, the, the center is a place where there's a collaboration of key thought leaders across all different areas. Um, you know, people who are, you know, uh, in the political realm, who are in education, who are in entertainment, who are in business. Um, so there, there's a massive collaboration that happens. And we know that even while there's all these different people involved in the center, you know, from, you know, Michael Beckwith, you know, who, um, who some of you might know who is in The Secret and, you know, is a big inspirational leader in L.A. Uh, called the Gape Center or John Gray, who wrote Men Are From Mars, Women Are From Venus or, you know, Blake Mikoski, who is the um, founder of Tom Shoes or, you know, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. We've just got a remarkable group of people who come together. And we all know that even though we have our unique gifts and our unique expressions and the unique things we're doing in the world, it's when we come together and when we collaborate and when we impact each other and when we synergize that we actually have a greater impact in the world, much bigger than any one of us would have alone. And so that's really the center was the impetus for the film, um, rise up. And, um, it was, uh, from the center that we decided to create this, uh, feature length documentary. We're on track for an Academy Award nomination. We're targeting over 30 million views. We have a remarkable group of people that's working with us on the film from, um, Tony Robbins to the Dalai Lama, Ariana Huffington, um, Tony Shea of Zappos, you know, of course, Blake from Tom's, uh, Luke Nosek, who was one of the founders of PayPal, Marie Forleo, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. And it's just, um, you go check it out at the website. It's, um, uh, riseupthemovie.com. Come check it out. See everything we've got going on. It's a remarkable collaboration of some of the, um, the key thought leaders, social innovators, change agents, business leaders that are innovating on the planet today. And it's really about bringing together these voices 
and the message into, into, um, into popular mainstream culture. And so that's our mission. That's what we're doing. We know that to have the biggest impact, it comes from us all coming together, comes from us all having our unique voice and then from us all rising up together. And so that's the, that's the kind of background and inspiration from the movie. It took us fun. It took us a little while to get here, but you know, it's totely awesome. Check out the trailer, riseupthemovie.com backslash trailer. Um, you know, come join us, check it out. We've got all sorts of great content and resources and networks. And we just love to, love to have all of you guys join us. That's great. Well, one thing I want to say is for those that are listening and who believe themselves to be everyday people who want to make great change happen in the world and how do they actually learn more, get involved with the center uh, and also, how can they truly, at a grassroots level, support you right now with this movement and this movie? Besides going to the website, what's your ultimate call to action? Yep. So, um, so there's lots of ways to join and participate. Um, we are going to be launching our generosity campaign. This film has been completely sourced and funded by the generosity of everybody who's been involved in the film. Everybody's contributed their time and their resources, contributed financially. Um, and so as we go to make this film as big as possible as we can to really impact culture and bring it to as broad of audience as possible, we're hosting a generosity campaign. Um, and that's really an opportunity to join us in a lot of different ways. You can join us by, you know, contributing to the movement, you know, joining and hanging out with us at John Mackey's ranch for us special VIP event, you know, you could join us by contributing and, um, you know, getting free digital downloads, getting all sorts of, um, a never released before content, um, by coming and joining us in Santa Barbara at a live event. Um, there's all sorts of ways you could participate in, uh, in helping out. And so that's one way that you could really get behind and, um, join the film and the movement. So to do that, just go to the website, go ahead and, um, Join us. Give us your email address and opt in. We'll we'll keep you informed and keep you um, in tune for what's going on. And then there's all sorts of ways where from there to participate and engage. We have a whole on um, rise up network that's launched that will have courses and content and um, uh, social platforms and everything else for you to really um, engage engage and connect with this group of people in the community at large and to receive support. Um, so it's really a, it's really not just a movie. It's, it's really the movement. Um, so come on and join us. So again, the rise up the movie.com rise up the movie.com is the website. Now let's, let's, uh, talk a little bit about what rise up really means. What are, what is the movie in essence trying to evoke in the mainstream? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So it's a lot of what we've been talking about today, right? It's about really inspiring each person to their passion and their calling and really having people get what's possible for their lives, right? It's a, I mean, it really gets at the heart of the, of, the, of the question that you had been asking me. You know, what makes us unique? What makes us unique as individuals? What makes us unique as leaders? What makes us unique, unique um, you know, in our communities? And how do we give our gifts? And so similar to what we were talking about with the center, which is, you know, we all have our unique gifts, but how do we come together inside of this unique symphony where each of us has a different role to play? And it's inside of that symphony that really that's, it's not one person out there who's going to make it or change the world. There's no one politician or one spiritual leader or one anything. It really is each one of us becoming 
fully alive, fully expressing ourselves, you know, fully engaged inside of our, our, each individual commitments and each of us rising up together. That's the, that's the future of the planet. That's what's possible for the planet. I'm so excited just listening to you. You're so passionate about this. And I want to thank you so much, Kate, because our dear friend introduced us. Um, Brian Ramos, shout out to you. Thank you. Because it's really amazing when we connect with people who really think similar thoughts and want the same things for the world and the planet. And I'm just delighted that we get to be a part of this um, journey with you. Thank you for allowing the SOAR Community Network to be an ambassador and co-brand this initiative with you. We can't uh, express our excitement enough because it's what we believe in. It's really nice to be able to, to collaborate with, uh, with others who believe the same. So thanks mm. so much for that. Well, thank you. And thanks for, thanks for having me here with you today. It's always such a delight to connect. And um, I'm just really excited for all of the synergies between Rise Up and between the SOAR community and just all that we'll continue to create together. Absolutely. Well, thank you everyone for listening and tuning in again for another episode uh, of the SOAR Community Network podcast. And please remember to join this movement, learn more about the move me, uh, the movie and the concept, the mission behind what Dr. Kate Maloney and her team is doing. And uh, be sure to subscribe to SOAR Community Network. We're going to continue to share on our end as well what's happening. And I know this is going to be a long-term relationship with you, Kate, and with your whole initiative and mission. We're delighted to be a part of it. Thank you again for joining us. And let's rise up and soar together, everyone. We'll see you next time. Thank you for tuning in to another episode of SOAR Podcast. Join us by visiting soarcommunitynetwork.com.